Sunday, May the 2nd. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Well, here we are in 2021. At last, our daughter is getting married. This is their fourth attempt. I do hope it won't be cancelled again. Everything was booked and paid for last July, 2020. Then the wedding was postponed to October. Of course, that meant all new clothes. It was postponed again to April 2021. And now it's to be in July, we hope. Two things popped into my mind as I contemplated this great event. The reading for the wedding day, 1 Corinthians 13, Love Abides. And the Beatles song, All you need is love. Love is all you need. The ER Bible translation says, Let love be your guide. We are in a season of change, more than I have ever known before. I was born just after the war. I guess that those who endured the war saw lots of changes. Not least when peace was declared. The men came home and things began to return to a new normal. Nothing was as it had been for them. I feel that it's like that for us today. Things will be different. Some people will embrace it all. Others, like me, are not quite so sure what it means. What will it be like now? Yes, of course, I'm very excited that I can see my grandchildren again properly. But they have changed too. Sixteen months is a long time in a child's life. Our little girl was thirteen. Now she's all grown up with a boyfriend. And our new baby, born just before the first lockdown. She's now a toddler, running around the house investigating all the cupboards, with her mum hot on her tail. I guess we have all changed to one degree or another. We need an extra portion of love. 1 Corinthians 13 puts it this way. I may speak many languages, of humans or even of angels, but if I don't have love, I am only a noisy bell or a clanging cymbal. I may have the gift of prophecy, understanding everything there is to know. I may have faith so great that I can move mountains. But even with all of this, if I do not have love, I am nothing. Supposing I give away everything I have to help the poor, and I even give my body to be martyred, without love I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous. It does not brag and it is not proud. Love is never rude or selfish. It is not quick to anger. 
Love does not keep a score of the wrongs people have done. Love is never happy when others do wrong, but overjoyed by truth and honesty. Love doesn't give up on people, never stops trusting, never loses hope and never quits. Love does not come to an end. We are in uncharted waters, so the need for us to love one another is even greater than ever. We need to be kind, gentle and tender-hearted. We need to be watchful too, caring for each other, checking that everyone is okay. We need to be very aware if someone doesn't return after lockdown. How are they? Can we help? 1 Corinthians 16 verse 14 says, Let all that you do be done in love. And Jesus himself said, Love the Lord your God with your whole heart, mind and soul, and love your neighbour as yourself. Do I care enough? Enough to get in touch, to talk to and encourage others? Do I respond by putting love into action? If someone is finding this transition back to normality difficult, do we care enough to be there for them? I guess that we are all asking, what does the future look like? Will our group start up again? And do I want to go back to doing the things I did before? Thinking about church meeting, I wonder if, like me, you loved not having to turn out on a dark, cold night. Church meeting online worked very well for me. But did that make an enormous amount of work for the leaders and our clever technicians? And did somebody else miss out? It's going to take time for us all, for church, to get back a normal routine. It will take time for us to decide what's the best or the right action. Do we know what is right for our future? What are the right decisions for us to make? There is only one way for us to know what is right. We must pray and listen to what God is saying. Jesus told his disciples to go and tell others the good news about himself. He promised to send the Holy Spirit to help them, to be their guide. So they gathered together in one accord, knowing their need and knowing that God was the only one who could meet that need. And he did. The Acts of the Apostles speaks of the believers coming together with one accord to pray. Being of one accord does not necessarily mean being in total agreement on all points. But it does mean agreeing together that we have a need and that God alone can meet that need. Paul said to his disciples, do you have any encouragement from being united with Christ or comfort from his love? Any fellowship in the Spirit? 
then let your hearts be tender and compassionate. And Paul carries on. Make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. As from Philippians chapter 2. Father God poured out his spirit, empowering the early believers to turn their world upside down for Jesus. Isn't our need the same today? Yes, we are in need, and only the Spirit of God can turn things around. History tells us that before revival there is prayer. Church coming together to pray. Before the first Pentecost, the 120 believers gathered continuously in prayer. Before revival in Wales, Scotland and Ipswich, the church prayed and God responded. When church comes together to pray with one accord, God fulfills his purposes. He answers their prayer. The church was born in the upper room where for ten days disciples gathered with one accord, united in prayer, until the heavens opened and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. When humble believers meet and bow before God, he meets their need. The lesson is simple. It is a privilege and the responsibility of us all to pray to pray with one mind and heart. History is full of such stories. They show the willingness of God to hear the prayers of his church and to answer. So let us join together with one accord that we may hear the will of God and that we may move into a new season. We ask our God to send his Holy Spirit to empower us to do his will without fear and in love. Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus, send your Holy Spirit to us in this season that we may put love into action and give of ourselves for our neighbour. Help us to pray as you would have us pray. Amen. Good morning. Let us pray. Father, we pray for the world. We pray for all who are suffering from the pandemic, those who are seriously ill or grieving for the loss of loved ones, and those who are struggling financially. We thank you for the vaccines which are helping to protect against the virus. We pray you guide the world, the world leaders, to share their resources with all countries in need. Lord, we pray for peace where there is conflict. We pray for all those being persecuted for their faith. May they be strengthened and comforted. 
Lord, we thank you for the progress made in combating the virus in the UK. We thank you for all those who have worked on the front line, helping us through. Please help us to adjust to a world forever changed. Father, we pray for all those who are coming to realise they need you in their lives. May they come to faith through the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for all the initiatives in our town to help others who are finding it difficult to cope. We pray for the Burlington family, for all those who are unwell or finding life difficult. We pray for John Long and the family as we remember and give thanks for Pauline's life. Open the eyes of our hearts, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.